BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live and direct from sunny Southern California. Welcome in. You know, um, I've been doing this a long time, roughly uh, this fall will be my 18th year doing uh, radio, 17th year doing national radio, 15th year doing about this time slot. And I've never, I, I said this two days ago and I mean it today. I've never really gotten into the NFL scheduling win-loss, win-loss thing 
but maybe it's because, and I don't know if you're this way with your life. The CDC just announced that vaccinating people, and Ramos, I know you saw this because you are, we're all actually vaccinated on this show. Um, but we're very much you know, conscious of trying to do the right thing, right? Like there's a, <laughs> it's interesting. Look, to those of you who have said the this is so overblown, it's just a, you're an idiot. To those of you who, who want to still walk out in a bubble, you're an idiot, right? The truth is always in the kind of gray, reasonable area. Just telling you the reality of it. Like, I've, I've never understood if, if this is Joy Taylor made an incredible point to me very early on. And I use it and I'll credit her for it, which is if getting vaccinated wasn't the end game scenario for you, what, what is Right. That's the way that we proceed with life is people get vaccinated. On the other hand, what's the point of having a vaccine if once you get vaccinated, you're not on some level in the clear? Right. Like you, you, we can't have it both ways. You can't tell me I need to get vaccinated in order to quell this thing. And then I get vaccinated and I have to still wrap myself in a bubble. On the other hand, just because you're vaccinated doesn't mean that everybody's vaccinated. There's a lot to it. But if you are, in fact, vaccinated or going to get vaccinated and your kids, by the way, now can get vaccinated and talk to your doctor and see as long as there's no pre-existing health condition or something that makes it so that you can't do it. I, I believe your doctor will tell you you should do it. You're probably like me where you're like, all right, it's May. Kids are out of school in a month. Let's party, right? Like, let's get out and. I think restaurants will go from really struggling to survive to just overflow crowds. Parties are much bigger. Seeing people and traveling is, is a, I don't know if you were a traveler before, but everyone I know is like, man, I just can't wait to get, to get out and travel. Now I traveled a bunch for basketball during the pandemic and it was, it was fun to get out of your house and to do something. On the other hand, you did feel like you were breaking some sort of law and it wasn't as fun because there's nothing to do. Like I remember going to Chicago for the NBA draft and uh, which I did for stadium. And I just like literally got into an Uber. There was, I was like, the guy's like, there's never any business. You go to downtown Chicago. It was, it was like that Will Smith Smith movie where the zombie movie, you know what I'm talking about? I am legend. So, As you get ready for the summer and the fall, you start to plan, hey, I want to go there. I've always wanted to go there. And as we've seen for the last year, it's kind of been taken away. You start to realize like, oh, what would it be like to be in a country where you couldn't travel? That's what it's like. So here's what I wanted to do. Uh, Ramos, you have it in front of you. And I know Gavin has it in front of you. Steve DeSeger, I think you'll have it in front of your schedules. I've never been a season ticket guy. And I'm just not, I'm not really good with long-term schedules where you have to be with the exception of 12 to three West coast, three to six East coast. But like every week you got like, think about if you're a season ticket guy for an NFL team. Okay. Now you have one preseason game where you're like, do I use the tickets? Not use the tickets. You're getting paid full charge, full price. You got to pay for parking. Then you have eight or nine with the 17th game home games. That's like eight or nine Sundays or Mondays or Thursdays. You have to be somewhere. You have to find somebody to use your tickets. I just, I've never been season ticket guy. Let let me start about baseball or about basketball. 
And then you're like, well, Doug, what you do is you split up the tickets. Okay, well then there's a good chance you're not going to get the games that you want. You might get one game that you want. I've never been a season ticket guy. I've never really been a schedule guy. But what I am is a kind of unique big ticket item guy. And I was looking at the schedule today and we, we did this uh, vivid seats, I think is what we used for it. We're looking at the, the, the tickets that as of now are the most expensive. Now we also have to keep in mind, keep in mind that a good portion of it is preseason hype, storylines, location. But it was, if you could pick out how many weeks, how many months is the NFL season? September, October, November, December. It, it goes into January this year, right? So five months. If you could pick out a game a month that you wanted to go to, that you were like, you know what? I don't, I'm not a big season ticket guy, but I, I do. I love the NFL and I want some unique experiences. What games would those be? Now, the problem always is what happens if guys aren't healthy. That's why I'm a last minute ticket sort of guy. So I tried to put together because I've never been to Lambeau Field. But I don't think it's worth going to Lambeau Field when the weather is perfect. I could be wrong. And you're like, well, you know, it's cool and crisp once you get past, you know, they open on the road, then they come home against the Lions, you know, and then they got... I was trying to figure out what would be the best. Now, again, I don't know about the status of Aaron Rodgers, but I thought of two games that I would love to go see. The Steelers on the 3rd of October or the Seahawks on the 14th of November. Now, the 14th of November seems like a guaranteed really, really cold, but my thinking is it's Aaron Rodgers versus Russell Wilson. I love that idea. The two guys don't like each other. They've met against them. They've played against each other several times in the playoffs, no less. And it stands the reason that both teams should be relatively good. I thought that was the game that I would have circled, but I've circled back to Steelers taking on the Packers. I can't think of another time the Steelers went in and played the Packers in Green Bay, although I'm sure it's happened. But this is the last go round for Big Ben. You know they'll be at least relatively competitive. It's the fourth game of the season, so neither team is going to be 0-3. That doesn't stand stand to reason. Rodgers, Roethlisberger, possibly the last season for each to play on their current roster. That would be the one. Like the one, those are the, right? Plus it's a Super Bowl rematch uh, from back in the day. Uh, That's the one. Gavin, if you had one game, And I want to expand this to we'll put together kind of our dream five games to go to one in each month. If you had one game in one place you want to go, is it like you've never obviously neither of us have been to the new uh, stadium in L.A. It's going to host the, the Super Bowl as well. Hopefully we'll get a chance to go to the Super Bowl if we want to. But that's not the point. If you could pick one game anywhere in the NFL, what would it be? Week four, Buccaneers, Patriots, Tom Brady returns to Gillette. I just feel like this is a game that before this, the schedule came out, we knew this game was going to happen and, and to, to see it there on a Sunday night. I mean, that would just, the only thing that would make it better. It's the same day, by the way, as my Steelers Packers (laughs) game, that may change my Steelers Packers thing. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's like, I, I do wish it was later in the season. So there was a little more on the line, but also the Patriots might not be a good team later in the season and it might not, matters so maybe that's why it's uh in week four 
Well, if the Patriots don't win early, they're not going to win because they open up with the Dolphins at home, the Jets on the road, the Saints at home before they take on the Buccaneers. And while the Saints have been a perennial playoff team and the Dolphins look like they've made some big moves in the offseason, the Saints are traditionally not a great road team being a dome team. Granted, no Drew Brees this year. We don't know who their quarterback's going to be. And the Dolphins, I don't think anybody has yet to f- fully buy in to Tua and the Jets aren't there yet. So, the, the you would expect the Patriots to be no worse. One and two is the absolute worst. Two and one is reasonable, and obviously three and zero oh is spectacular. Don't know who their quarterback's going to be. Although that early in the year, would it be a would it be a Cam Newton? How does he look year two? I'm with you. That's a hell of a game, Ramos. There's one game you can pick that you would want to go and and see this year. Well, I think week four is is a good week. Unfortunately for all of us, because I like the Jags at the Bengals. It's a, re, it's a time for the two, the number one picks from the last two years to take on each other. Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence. Of course, the last time it happened, I believe, was Goff versus Wentz at the Coliseum when the Eagles came here to play the Rams. And that's the game that Wentz got hurt. Wentz got Remember, hurt. he got yeah. hurt, yeah. tore his knee. Diving so, for the end zone. That's right. right. So I'm, I'm looking for, I want to see what uh, how Burrow looks coming back after his injury and how Lawrence looks uh, with the Jaguars. That should be a good game. That's one I'd like that's to That's a to. Thursday night. You could make both games, though, John. <laughs> it's also a, Okay. It just says week four. I don't know if what night it was, but okay. So that's a Thursday night All game. Right. So you could actually do the double, like, listen, I know you haven't been on an airplane 20 years or whatever. I'll take a bus. But, but, but uh, you could take the Madden Cruiser. <laughs> yeah, if he still got it at his house and not using it a lot. That's the question awesome. would be, the, here's, here's a question, and I don't know the answer to this one, but I, I think I do, but I, I don't really, right? Which is, could you, the, uh, the Green Bay game's in the afternoon. Because if the Green Bay game was in the morning, you might, you'd probably have to be a private jet guy. But can you imagine if you could make both of those games? That'd be sweet. I, I also, if, it's a 2019 national title game rematch, and you think of, ETN, Lawrence, Jamar Chase, Burrow, like how many are in that game? That, that's pretty wild. Yeah, you guys are probably two of the only guys that would say that game. I just want to, want to point that out. Right? I'm just, I wouldn't like pick Seattle, that game. Sa- By the way, Seattle, San Francisco is that weekend. Like that weekend is incredible. Um, Seattle, San Francisco is that weekend. Uh, we don't know about Deshaun Watson, but Houston, Buffalo is that weekend. Um, there's a couple other ones. Cleveland, Minnesota is that weekend. But obviously the, the the big ones. Oh, Kansas City, Philadelphia, where you have Andy Reid going back to a place that he that's 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 rematch weekend, right? Can, Andy Reid going back to Philadelphia, where he led them to a Super Bowl. You have Cardinals, Rams, Seahawks, Niners, uh, Steelers, Green Bay, Tampa, New England, and you have Raiders, Chargers. That could be a hell of a weekend, by the way, John. Like, if you ever wanted to, like, yeah, just week four, football man. it up, week four it up, like, hey, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to fly out to Cincinnati and watch that game. You could do that. And then, you know, you could decide which other game you wanted to go to on Sunday. You know, if you wanted to do the Green Bay, if you want to do Tampa, New England, fly back and do Rams, do Rams versus Chargers. That would be kind of an amazing weekend. Steve DeSager, if there's one game you could see this week, this year in the NFL, what would it be? What crossed my mind when the schedule was coming out was the season finale of Chargers at Raiders. I would want to see the new Raiders stadium in Vegas. It could be a weekend in Vegas. And you're right, the season goes into January. That's a January 9th regular season game. I want to point this out, that the Raiders in Vegas is going to be a huge yeah. success. Yes. A huge success. I said it when it was first leaked. Uh, Amy Trask, who, of course, used to 
uh, run the Raiders. My sister was actually your number two back in the day. Uh, if you look at the demos, you look at all of the metrics, everything has told you that the, the Raiders were already the most, they're still the most popular team in LA. They're, they were the most popular, uh, they, they were the most popular team in Vegas. And then you add in the ease of travel to anybody in Southern, Northern California. You can scoot over there from Fresno as well. And you have the new dome as just an excuse like, I, I love the Raiders and I want to go see the new stadium. Plus, people haven't traveled. They haven't been to Vegas. Like, that one seems like that place is going to be a zoo this year. And can you imagine when the Philadelphia Eagles visit Vegas this season, how many Eagle fans will be walking around there? They, they took over Los Angeles visiting both Rams and Chargers in recent years. Well, here's it's kind of to make your point, Steve. We saw this on Vivid Seats. That of the five, is this five? No, six games that the, the ticket value tickets values already are most in demand. Okay. Bucks Patriots. The average ticket price is $1,376. That's crazy. Okay. The other four, other five, excuse me, are all Raiders games, Raiders, home games, Ravens, Raiders, Chiefs, Raiders, Eagles, Raiders, Bears, Raiders, Dolphins, Raiders. I mean, that thing is going to the, between the secondary market, the hotels, all the other stuff. The stadium itself, that, that is going to be, uh, uh, that's the place. It's funny because me, I want to go to the more of the traditional places this year. I still want to go do, do a, see a Raiders game. I got to figure out, probably go do Chargers Raiders. That's the last game of the season. It is. Said? Yeah. January 9th. Yeah. The only problem like, there is you wonder who's going to be playing, right? Yeah, who's going to be any it's good? Week 18, be, yeah. yeah. No, I, I would probably, like if I could, I'd do the first Monday night game. Like we should just go do the first Monday night game. It's so easy. I looked at it last night, and the tickets were, I mean, 200 300 <laughs> Pretty pricey. For it's, the Charger home game, you mean? Yeah, the Charger home game against the Raiders, uh, October 4th, I think. And my dad's a big Raider fan, so I was like, oh, we have to go to this. But, man, it's pretty pricey. For those unaware of the Raiders stadium, it is literally right next to the 15 freeway. Yeah. Right on the other side of Mandalay Bay and the Strip. Patrick Mahomes could throw a football from the stadium <laughs> over the freeway and hit hotel property. It's that close. Um, I'd like to see that. I think it's a little, that's a, that's a hell of a throw. is <laughs> pretty big, right? There's like six lanes each way at that point in time, and they have this big off ramps. And then T Mobile's on the other side, like a block up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the hockey yeah. arena. I'm in. I mean, hockey was not a, they play hockey there, but it's not a hockey. It's a, just a brand new, beautiful yeah, boxing. Palace, right? But as far as the regular tenant, yes, yes, the their their most uh, what is it? They're not regular tenant. They're um, number one tenant with the most until they get baseball, until they get basketball. Right now, football and hockey is. Although technically, just, the tenant was the Las Vegas WNBA team when MGM owned it, right? And the guy that ran MGM Sports is today the Pac-12 new commissioner. By the way. That's another story for another part when you we, we you join us in a second in the show. But um, okay, so the the Las Vegas WNBA team doesn't play there anymore. No, it's that they got sold. I think the Mar- Raiders owner Mark Davis owns the basketball that's, team. That's true. But are they going to play in T-Mobile? Oh, I, yeah. I didn't even think about that. They have so many arenas there, as you well know. They do have a bunch of arenas. It doesn't actually make sense to play in eighteen thousand seat arena if you're not going to no. draw eighteen thousand people. No. And, oh, and as far as NFL tickets, this is fans is exactly what I thought of. It's I want to see one day, with full throat, full fans, full audience, Kansas City a Chiefs home game. Yeah. And maybe this. Well, I, I I said I mean like that. That's why I hate the draw. I, I think we talked about it yesterday, right? The, the draw, the, the first game of the season, 
who goes into who goes into to Kansas City. Right? And that's a that's a terrible Cleveland's terrible there. draw for yeah. Cleveland. But Buffalo's going to be there. Green Bay first half of the season's going to be at Kansas City. Chargers, certainly, yeah, yeah. Green, yeah, Green Bay, November seventh would be a pretty. That's a pretty spectacular game right there to go. That's a Sunday afternoon Fox. That's game. the added game, right? The the AFC NFC matchup to make it seventeen games on a schedule. Fascinating, fascinating. At Steve DeSager, he'll join us in a second. Uh, give me your thoughts at, at Gottlieb Show. At Gottlieb Show, that you you pick one. We'll go through the months and try and pick one. I just. It's going to be exciting. Did you hear this? This is Tom Brady Sr. calling into a Boston radio show to talk about his son returning to Gillette. I saw the, the, the schedule come out last mm-hmm. night, and I started salivating when I saw that we play the Patriots in the fourth game of the season and that um, we're coming up here to make our our record 4-0 after the fourth game. So wow. it's a, a pretty pretty fun time. That's, 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 a little, that's a little bold right there. 4-0 after the... We'll see, you know. Remember last year, they were very much scuttling, and it took to the bye and playing four bad teams till they got it going. I don't think there's any real point in, you know, especially a 17-game season. I don't even think you're trying to go undefeated. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
sports, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Traveling to watch college hoops this winter? No, you got to stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each hotel has a unique look, inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get graduate hotels and all the cool specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores, they're all in hometowns of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels has over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So the odds are there's one out there where you're going, especially games and big conferences. Check out all the graduate locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off a stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Let's welcome in Ben Volan, who, of course, for the Boston Globe, covers the entire National Football League. But the entire National Football League is talking about week four, right? We're talking about, talk, talking about week four. Um, how big is this going to be in Boston? Well, so this is in Boston, I'd say right up there, uh, probably the, the biggest regular season game of any of the four teams ever. Uh, you know, just the whole factor of Tom Brady coming back uh, to, to play against Bill Belichick. My colleague Dan Shaughnessy said it best. Like, Bill Russell never came back to play the Celtics. You know, Red Auerbach was never the president of the Knicks and came back to to play the Celtics. Um, Ted Williams never joined the Yankees. Um, you know, it compares to like Roger Clemens coming back with the Yankees and the ALCS. Um, you know, Bill Parcells back in the day coming back with the Jets. But this blows all those uh, out of the water. A huge ticket. Already the, the get-in price for like the bleachers, all these, you know, Ticket IQ and all these companies, Vivid Seats, it's like $1,300, $1,400. Just insane. And, uh, you know, it's the game that all the networks wanted, too. They all kind of battled for it, and NBC won out for Sunday Night Football. I feel like they did the Patriots a solid a little bit by putting it early in the season. Usually, like, all the Brady-Peyton Manning matchups would be in November for, for sweeps to get the big ratings. They did this in early October, 
And I think, frankly, it's because they wanted to make sure that the Patriots were competitive. <laughs> They're not entirely sure that the Patriots are going to be there at the end of the season. It would not be a good look for the Patriots if they're three and six and struggling and they got to, you know, welcome Tom Brady into town. So by having it early in the season, it kind of ensures that both teams have a lot of juice and uh, you should get a good matchup that Sunday night. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Who do you think will be the quarterback by that by then? I still think it'll be Cam Newton. Uh, I, I don't think Belichick is going to hand over the job to, to Mac Jones by any stretch. Uh, I think the whole point of bringing Cam back was to be able to bring a young quarterback like Mac Jones along slowly. And, um, you know, I feel like Belichick's not going to put Mac in there until he's overly comfortable and confident that Mac, you know, knows the offense and knows the protections and knows the checks and the hot and all that stuff that goes to with playing quarterback. Uh, and, and I think you're going to see a, a better Cam Newton this year. He'll have a full offseason. He's got much better weapons. The offensive line should be very good. The defense should be much better. You know, Cam Newton with, you know, COVID year, you've heard all the excuses. No time with the playbook last year. No no good teammates. He still went 7-8 and eight as a starter. So I think Cam is good. You know, as, as long as he can be like the dreaded game manager, you know, we always say it as a negative. But if he can convert some third downs and short yardage, not turn the ball over, I think they have a, a good enough defense and should have some weapons on offense. And I think Cam is going to be able to hold on to the starting job at least through like the first half of the season. If I could, you've seen the NFL schedule. I give you one game outside of that one you want to go see. What is it? Probably Rodgers Mahomes, right? That's that's the premier matchup. That's one of the 17th, one of the extra games we get this year. Assuming Rodgers is on the Packers, and the NFL uh, does not seem concerned that Rodgers won't be with the Packers because they got six national TV games this year. And I don't think it's necessarily to see Jordan Love. Um, so, yeah, I got to think uh, Rogers Mahomes. I would like a ticket or maybe a spot in the press box for that one. Yeah, there's there's a couple there. There's there's uh, Ben Roethlisberger goes into Green Bay, uh, and of course, um, um, uh, Russell Russell Wilson goes into Green Bay. Like, there's some interesting Green Bay games. Hey, can uh, I go off the board for a second yeah, here? Yeah, there's um, a bunch of. Go ahead. I love the I love the battle of the young guns. Like Trevor Lawrence takes on uh, Zach Wilson this year. You're going to see Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow. I love those young quarterback matchups. So, you know, uh, give me all the – Trevor Lawrence, the Jaguars, they got no love. They got one national TV game. Same with Joe Burrow. You got all these Against Joe Burrow. It's against Joe Burrow, by the way, on Thursday night. Yeah. It's on like Yahoo. A, it's like a pity. It's a pity national TV game for both teams. So, you know, they're making the young guys uh, earn the national spotlight. Well, I don't think that's what it's about, right? I mean, like, the reality of it is they're, they're putting on – first of all, they have to put it down once so everybody gets one, right? Like, that's why the Lions get the Thanksgiving Day game. You got to be on once. And that's the league rules. So they put them on Thursday night because nobody watches. Sorry. Like, I'm – Ramos – was it Ramos was you or was it DeSager? Who said that Thursday night game was the one? That was that me. They, that was the Lawrence that, versus Joe Burrow. Yeah, that, that's that Thursday night game. Same week, by the way. Week four is un. Have you looked at week four? Week four is crazy good. Andy Reid going back to Philadelphia. Tom Brady going back to New England. Uh, there's a couple other ones, but then the Thursday night game is remarkably good as well. Um, and that's that's Jacksonville, Cincinnati. But the reason that they're on is not because people show them respect or disrespect. It's because people don't. It's all by the metrics. People don't watch. Well, so I'm I'm surprised though that the Jaguars only got the one because I think between Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence, they're gonna sign Tebow. We all know that. That's gonna be a fascinating team to watch this year. So 
I hope they get flexed into some more. I hope they're relevant because that, to me, is going to be kind of a fun team to watch develop and grow. What about the Tebow thing? You know, you get people who want to make the correlation between Kaepernick and Tebow. What is the rest of the league saying about Tebow getting an opportunity to play tight end? I mean, I think a lot of people are upset. and They do see kind of a double standard that Tebow, who hasn't played in a regular season game since 2012, is going to get this opportunity and Kaepernick hasn't. I definitely don't think it's apples to apples. And to me, Tebow's signing on board to be like a gimmick player, kind of to be Taysom Hill. Um, I think Tebow was a little bit ahead of his time, and he played in an era where Hey, his superstardom made it so tough for him to take any sort of like you know role player type of position. Um, but coaches were way more conservative even five six years ago about deploying uh, a quarterback like Tebow. And I think Taysom Hill, what he does for the Saints, he's like a bulldozer in the backfield, and he's a good thrower, but he's not a great thrower by any stretch. I mean, I don't see Taysom Hill being too much different from Tebow. And Tebow, I think we all know is going to be in good shape. I mean, Urban Meyer, it's obviously because of that connection. Without that connection, Tebow's not coming back. I think he'll be good in the locker room. He'll be a good, you know, like example for the younger guys on that team. And who's, you know, he, he's no starting quarterback, but he could come in in short yardage and goal line, and you, you don't know whether he's going to run or throw. And I, I think it makes sense. So I, I don't. I don't understand why people are against it, and I think it's fun, and give me more Tebow, and I hope they do it, and I think it'll be great for the league. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. What about Aaron Rodgers? Uh, um, I, I, I don't think they're trading him either. I, the league clearly doesn't think they're trading him, and it's suddenly gotten really, really quiet in regards to the back and forth and all the negativity coming out of the Rodgers camp. Does that mean anything? Uh, I've Well, yes, I— I've always believed that Rodgers will be playing for the Packers in 2021. He has no leverage in this situation. Uh, the, the way that his, he, you know, he's under contract for three years, and if he wants to hold out, it's going to cost him so much money. Um, he'll have to pay back, you know, up to thirty million dollars in signing bonus, and he could lose out on sixty-five million in salary if he retires. And he just, the, the Packers hold all the cards in this situation. So, uh, same with Russell Wilson. I mean, these guys, they're making and Deshaun Watson, for that matter. They're making a big stink because they realize that they didn't have the power in that situation, so they need to kind of create a nuisance of themselves to try to work their way out of town. And I think with Aaron Rodgers, the end game is he's going to get a pay raise for this year. Uh, Look, if the Packers wanted to move him, if they believed in Jordan Love, you wouldn't have the head coach, the GM, and the CEO each flying out separately to California to try to smooth things over with with Aaron Rodgers. You know, you would take the three first-round picks and you'd move on to Jordan Love. So they clearly want Rodgers to come back. I think they give him a pay raise. The the key will be whether they guarantee him next year as well because Rodgers wants certainty. He doesn't want to go year to year. Um, If it's just a pay raise, then I think the writing's on the wall that Rodgers will be playing for a new team next year. But to me, it's definitely Green Bay and nowhere else in 2021. Yeah, I, I, I think they're going to say they're sorry and say they're sorry with a bunch of money. That's generally kind of what I was. I was wrong here. How much? But what is it going to? What is it going to take, honey? You know, how big does but the again, diamond? It's not. But it's not just the money. It's will they give him next year yeah. guaranteed? Will they? No, will no, they I, I put yeah, off I got, the Jordan Love thing for another year. Yeah, no, I, I think it's it's going to be fascinating to watch the Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, what about the Bears? You have Andy Dalton. You've done the QB one thing. They go and draft Justin Fields. Does just, but you have also Matt Nagy's the coach. Matt Nagy's last stop was in Kansas City, 
And when he was there, Pat Mahomes was the backup for all but the last game of the season. Do you think that's the plan in Chicago? I think Justin Fields will play sooner than later. Uh, I don't think Andy Dalton is any sort of, you know, he, he's new to that team and there's no real commitment to him. I know they paid him like $10 million, but uh, I mean, the minute he throws an interception, everyone's going to be calling for his head. And why not let uh, Fields get, get on the job training? I feel bad for him just because Chicago is where quarterbacks go to die. and They've just never been able to find a quarterback. I don't know if it's, too windy in that stadium or what but you know so i feel for justin fields in that sense uh, i hope he can be the one that can turn it around for the bears i think Nagy's a pretty good coach like i think he did a good job of getting that team to eight and eight last year considering the quarterback situation they had now they whiffed pretty badly on mitchell trubisky and they weren't able to develop him but they do have a pretty good roster and if they hit it right with justin fields this time then they might have something so i i, I was a little surprised to see the bears uh, draft fields because I think it means they're committing to uh, Nagy and GM Ryan Pace for at least two more years. I, I thought those guys would be on more of the hot seat, but I think that there is a case to be made that Nagy's done a pretty good job outside of just whiffing on the Trubisky thing. And if the Bears are willing to give him another chance, you know, I, I think if they hit it right with Justin Fields now, it, it could lead to some good things for the Bears. Awesome stuff, man. Really appreciate you joining us. Look forward to catching up in the very, very near future. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. All right, my man. Have a good one. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from Overcast, Southern California. Hope you're good. A little May Gray today. Discover matches all the cash back you earn your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted 99% of the place in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Um, I like outside-the-box hires. Um, and I, I, I like them because, heck, I've positioned myself to be an outside-the-box hire in some circumstances. Uh, not all, but some, and, and things have to make sense for you. And I found what the PAC 12 did today as interesting. Like how many of you know who the commissioners of these conferences are? Can can you name any of them? Steve DeSager, you do the updates. Um, the new commissioner of the PAC 12 is who? Yeah. A guy I'd never heard of before from MGM, George Klyovkov. George Klyovkov, who comes over from MGM, is president of MGM Sports, to be the commissioner of the Pac-12. Can you name any other commissioner uh, in college athletics? Uh, Greg, uh, who's the SEC, is always Greg Sankey. In Greg Sankey. Greg there Sankey. you go. Yeah. So you couldn't, but you knew about who it was, right? Mm-hmm. You're like Greg, something or other. Saying, yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. And I'm not in any way trying to impugn your knowledge of it. Like nobody. No, does, you are correct. Right? Yeah. Right. So. ACC just had a new guy, right? They did. He was, it's James Phillips, Jim Phillips, who was the AD at North Northwestern. So like, um, 
it's it's really interesting how people see Northwestern athletics. Northwestern, they haven't renamed the football stadium yet, but the football uh, practice facility is like right on the lake. It's amazing. The basketball arena is spectacular. A- and look, he hired Fitz. He hired, uh, uh, what's his name? The coach is the Dookie. Why am I, why am I blanking? Doug Collins. Chris Collins. And he, he did an incredible job. But the, the in the industry, people know who Jim Phillips is. They respect him. But, you know, in the mainstream, we don't really know. Like, he's a great athletic director who did a tremendous job in the Big Ten, was not named as the commissioner of the Big Ten, so he went and got the commissionership of the ACC. What, what's fascinating about this hire is I, I think it's because it's MGM. And it automatically makes people think, makes people think that um, that there's going to be some sort of gambling element. Like, oh, we used to run MGM, they're going to open it up to gambling. Here's the statement released by the commissioner. He is the prototype for the new sports commissioner. While George has deep sports experience, his biggest asset is the ability to listen, connect with diverse groups, find common ground, collaborate, navigate the evolving landscape. We believe George overall skills and experience will become even more prevalent in the college sports leadership. Klyovkov is the president of entertainment and sports for MGM Resorts. Bruce Feldman, who we all love from The Athletic and Fox Sports, He's proven to know how to get stuff done, but he didn't say stuff. He's not Larry Scott. He's going to listen, collaborate, build trust within the ADs. In other words, that's what Larry Scott didn't do. So Disney signed a 10-year, $3 billion television deal with the SEC to broadcast football games on ABC and ESPN starting in 2024. So people think they're like, oh, well, hold on now. This guy is going to come in and he's going to. Right? Look, the inherent problems in the Pac-12 conference don't really have all that much to do with the commissioner. I'll be the bad guy and tell you the real, real, right? It's, they have the Pac-12 network. It's like, wow, well, they made these bad decisions with the Pac-12 network. You know what the real bad decision is? To have the Pac-12 network. Do you know why? Because everybody told them, I don't think anybody's going to want that stuff. And they did you know? it all themselves, Doug. They didn't partner with anybody. So they didn't partner the with anybody. They tried to theirs. keep it themselves. Yeah. People are going to... Bl- I, I don't know how much of that is him and how much of that is them. But he it served does. as Pac-12 network head as well as conference and gave himself two salaries. So Larry Scott was getting $5 million, which the other more successful conference commissioners were not getting. I agree, but here's, here's the truth to it, okay? The Pac-12 is the least valuable of the major conferences, and he got them on par at the time with all the major conferences in terms of payouts. It's the, say it again, you're like, it's the least valuable. It doesn't mean it's the worst. It doesn't mean it doesn't have great schools and great uh uh, football and basketball programs. It doesn't mean that USC is not popular. It, do, it doesn't mean any of that. Look, 66% of the viewers of sports are in the Eastern time zone. Say it again to yourself. 66% of the, and if you want to say, well, that's changing with the evolving landscape of people moving to, where are they moving to? Texas. All right, central time zone. Nashville. You know, like the areas are moving to not really moving out west all that much. And that's always going to hinder them. 
It's like you'll get people pushing back on the idea that the Pac-12 is going to do some 9 a.m. start times right next year in college football. Man, we can't do. Why they do 9 a.m. start times? Because that's when people watch football in the Midwest and in the, in the Midwest and in the East. And when you're on at seven o'clock, when you can actually get fans in the stands in basketball or in college football, when you can get the full house of people there. That's 10 o'clock on the East. They just ain't watching unless it's something so spectacular. And then, oh yeah, by the way, USC being down in football hurts them. Just the reality of it. So what, what, do I think he'll be good? Yeah, I think he'll be very, very good. And I think people will like him more. And he'll, he has, he has, and there's a lot of smart people and they'll evolve and they'll probably move to a mostly digital platform or whatever. But what, what happens is Uh, We do this a lot in business. We do it a lot in sports where we go, this coach sucks or this, uh, this general manager sucks or this. What about the players? You know, like you just can't, if you just don't have players, it doesn't really matter in in sales. If your product's bad, your product's bad. It just, it, it, that, Again, there are there are really good products that are marketed and sold the wrong way. There are average products that are sold in spectacular fashion and packaged and the timing is and all those right. But I'm just telling you that that the Pac-12 and their inability to draw ratings or inability to get people to watch the Pac-12 network, all of these other most of these issues are, are just because of the product. And it, honestly, some of it has to do with the quality of the product, but most of it has to do with other ancillary things that aren't changeable based upon who the commissioner is. I just not like, do I think Adam Silver is doing the best job? I don't, I don't, but I also think he's navigating a very tricky landscape, a sport that has always been player first, a sport, which has, you know, it feels like 95% of the best American born players are white. Maybe a, almost a hundred percent of the best American born players are, excuse me, are black. And you get into social justice and you have to you have to support your players. You have to support your employees when it's something they're incredibly passionate about in their real lives. That said, it's going to damage you some in business. Do I think that's the reason that the NBA's ratings are down? No. No. Some of it's the product. A lot of it is it's on TV all the time. And because of the pandemic, we went from one season to the next and nothing's really important. There's no fans in the stands. Like we kind of just, we kind of tapped out on the fanless NBA game, NBA regular season. I didn't watch NBA regular season games where there were fans in the stands. Now there's not pass. Let me know when it's important. There's people there. Does that have anything to do with the social justice? No. Are there, will there always be a percentage of people that say they don't want to watch because of it? Sure. You'll pick up the same amount of people that watch because of it. You know, it's about the product. It's about the timing. It's about the market. It more than about the commissioner. Now reaching out to the gambling world. That's big. Remember there's John Wildhacks, the AD at Syracuse. He used to be my boss at ESPN. So we've seen, if you can lead, this is no different than Ted Lasso, right? You guys all watch Ted Lasso? Ramos, did you ever go watch Ted Lasso? You know what, I told you I was, but I did not last night. There was a lot lot of stuff going on at the house, so I I apologize for that. 
Good stuff, bad stuff. What was going on? Nobody wanted to do their homework. Did you have to smack some kids around. I wait, I did not do that. Like Jonah has been uh, a little bit un, uh, unruly. Is that the word? Unruly yeah. lately? Yeah, yeah unruly. Is word. Yeah. Heathing. What's 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 going uh, on? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of that, and uh, just uh, yeah, just not happy right now. He was up till one o'clock in the morning. Last when you have night, a family but... of ten, it's <laughs> <always> something. <laughs> they live in a shoe. Ah, yeah. <laughs> they, live, they live in a shoe. Uh, yeah, he's. I heard he's a bit of an a hole. That's what I've heard. That's, that's the rumor. <laughs> Don't tell Suzanne. Whoa. I'm just. I'm just. He's basically Baby Stewie. That's that's who he is. He's, Family he's, could he, use a shoe sponsor. He, actually, at this Gavin, point. have you watched Ted Lasso? No, I I don't have the um, new Apple TV Plus. I got I'll that for my, my parents. Code. Yeah, oh, you get your parents. I'll so, use my code. <laughs> but that's how everyone's watching it. I think pretty much like you you get that, and then you get the free year of it. Um, yes, but I've heard a lot about it. I, I do want to watch it eventually. Okay, good. We'll make the, we'll make we'll make that happen. The, the point is that that Ted Lasso doesn't know anything about soccer, but he knows about coaching and he knows about people. And that's what will allow him to be, be successful, right? Which is the same with the new commissioner of the Pac-12. He knows about people. He knows enough about sports. He knows about business. Do I think it changes the fact that the Pac-12 has these issues with time zone, popularity on the West Coast? You know, I mean, Stanford has this incredible sports program outside of you know, basketball struggled recently, struggled in the last kind of decade, but nobody cares. Even at Stanford, they don't care. They're too busy dominating the world's economies, right? I mean, you know, University of Washington, the Huskies, although they're bad this year, they were good the year before. They're like the best basketball team in a basketball rich city like Seattle. It doesn't make people want to go watch them on the TV set. You still have those inherent problems. I mean, UCLA basketball has now become, you know, no, even with their rise in popularity with the Final Four, they're at best the third most popular basketball team in the city. USC went to the Elite Eight, and they're like 10th. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrified horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit Visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Traveling to watch college hoops this winter? No, you got to stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each hotel has a unique look, inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get graduate hotels and all the cool specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores, they're all in hometowns of some of college basketball's most iconic programs and the hotels bring you into that story with every visit why would you stay anywhere else graduate hotels has over 30 hotels coast to coast down south all over the midwest so the odds are there's one out there where you're going especially games and big conferences check out all the graduate locations at graduatehotels.com and when it's time to book get up to 30 percent off a stay with the code doug that's my name d-o-u-g Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. John Middlecoff joins us. Three and Out is the podcast. First of all, um, when you walk into a barbecue joint, what do you normally get? Uh, burnt ends, ribs, probably. Or, you know, if someone had given you a specific recommendation. I, I lived in Kansas City for a couple months at an internship in college with the Chiefs. So, like, when you would go to... Jack Stack or whatever the specific places were, there was like a, a go-to order. But if you don't know, I, I'd probably say burnt ends is usually my go-to or something, something ribs. Okay, do you like, is there a, a style? Okay, so St. Louis is the beef ribs, right? Um, Memphis is dry rub. Carolina, uh, they use the vinegar in the sauce, right? Kansas City, obviously, they got a multitude of, of places. Hi, may I help you? Right, uh, they got a bunch of different. Yeah. Uh, which is your like? This is this is my jam. 
like I lean if I'm going to go ribs, like I don't mind getting kind of wet, you know, so the barbecue sauce, applied it on. I, I'm cool with that. Like I, I know what I'm getting into if I'm going to eat ribs. Now, if they're dry and they're good, I don't mind either, but I, 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 would, I would probably lean like a, you know, a sauce on top. You know, where yeah. you just you have to have the wet wipes after. I, I like okay. ribs where you have to have the wet wipes after for sure. I like I like uh, I like dry rub ribs, pork ribs, uh, a little pulled pork, and I mean pulled chicken is is fantastic as well. I like the sauce on the side of those, so I can dip if I want to. Just if I like the sauce, I can, and I like a little bit of a sweeter sauce. I can take any kind of sauce. I don't mind it, and I always do Same. get some some hot links as well with it. Like if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And then you got to have, you got to have sweet tea. I mean, you really, if you want to do it right, I almost always do an Arnold Palmer or I'll do half sweet tea, half regular tea. As my former producer, Adam Klug, liked to say, this is a great one you can steal, which is uh, plain iced tea exists on this planet for one reason, to be sweetened. That, that's, that's what it exists for. Um, John Middlecoff is our guest in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. When you worked in the NFL, did you guys get carried away with this? I think it's a bigger day for the logistical people. You know, the people that are in charge of the hotels, the people that are in charge of season tickets, uh, you know, stuff like that. But I I think the coaching staff week one, I remember my first year going out to OTAs and and Andy used to have different periods for, I mean, at the time, obviously with the Eagles, the NFC East teams, like he wasn't even focused on necessarily like week one opponent. It was just like we had a Washington day or a Giants day just because obviously you're going to play those two teams. And at the time, you know, the Giants, Coughlin had been there forever. And, uh, and the Cowboys, maybe it was Wade Phillips at the time. But that's, yeah, I don't remember it being that. I mean, it's an exciting day. It's cool. It's definitely probably got more cool and exciting the last three or four years as the, the networks have kind of put all their chips in the middle of the table because us as fans and consumers love it. But probably more on uh, media and fan-driven than like, uh, like I don't think Bel- Belichick thought that much about it yesterday. Right, he already yeah, knew who no, playing. No, um, okay. For the so, first couple games for a coach, I, I think it can. You can maybe lock into if they have a new coach, uh, opponents with new coordinators early in the season, because you're not going to have that much data. You you maybe attack a couple off season projects for your offensive or defensive coordinators. But as a scouting staff, you're just it doesn't really change your life. I know I, I it, it doesn't, um, but I do think that getting off to a good start is incredibly important. I I, I remember uh, we weren't working together at the time. McVeigh's first year, he got the Colts at home, and Scott Tolzien was the quarterback. And I was I I watched the third preseason game the Colts took on the Cowboys, and I texted every one of my friends and I said I I've, I've, I've never done this. Okay, because I don't. I usually only do this if I have some sort of inside knowledge, right? Uh, insider trading. I don't know anything, but I feel like the Colts are one of the least talented teams in the NFL, and Scott Tolzien cannot be a starting quarterback. This is a layup. They won forty-one to nine, but the early schedule was uh, even the, the the first loss was to the Washington Football Team, who McVay had come from, so he knew all the personnel. I just I felt like that really that was the first year they got to the playoffs. I do think those first couple games, if you get a little bit of a soft schedule, can get you off to a hot start, can kind of propel you down the right path. Yeah, like I'll give you a team. I mean, the 49ers, they, they get a pretty soft landing spot. They get first opening game, Dan Campbell's opener. Jared Goff, who they have beat four straight times when he was, the, when he was a quarterback on a way better team. And just the Lions aren't that talented. And the Niners 
you know, last year had the season from hell, and they still weren't that bad. Like, they're going to kind of be out for blood. That's a game, the early line that's sitting here right now is like seven points. I could see that being, you know, one of those, like, 30 to six games when the dust settles. The Niners should kill the Lions. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, what are you hearing about the Aaron Rodgers thing? I, I just think that you talk to people in the league, they can't imagine the Packers pulling the trigger. But when you sign Blake Bortles out of nowhere, it's like, well, are you just randomly doing that? Right? Because to me, that signing would be, well, you need a guy, you need a veteran who can be your backup if Jordan loves your starter. Now, camp arm? I, I, Didn't I give you a camp arm? Yeah, but to me, a camp arm, I, I'm just signing some random dude. Like, if I, I need a camp arm, I'm not signing a veteran player. Uh, now, that's me. I mean, some personnel people disagree. I guess the offensive coordinator was around him when he was in Jacksonville, or uh, one of the offensive coaches, Paul Hackett's kid. So, I, I, I do you think he's going to get traded? Like, no. I, I still think it'd be pretty stunning. I don't. If, I just know, think Blake Bortles was available. It, it's a non-guaranteed deal. He wants to come in and and work out. They may end up. Remember last year, they didn't even dress Jordan Love, right? They had a legit backup, and and oh yeah, by the way, they got it. Like they got to protect themselves in case. What if he does do something crazy like hold out? You know. I don't think any of it, but but more than anything, it's it's the same thing as the Tebow deal, right? You got to know somebody in the room who's going to go like, yeah, let's bring him in. Uh, that's that's really what, it's, what it feels like to me. I thought the Tebow thing was pretty overblown. Like, one, he hasn't even officially signed yet. And if he does, there are 90 guys on the roster. 90. You know, you're taking him to camp. Now, ideally, you would sign a younger guy, but people are acting like he's going to take some guy's spot. One, if he made the team, he would have to earn it and be really good in camp. And two, like, he's not taking anyone's spot because there are 20 to 30 guys on every roster now that it's 90. For a long period of time, it was 80. So they just added 10 guys. And even at 80, there weren't 80 players that were, like, NFL caliber. That It's really not that big a deal. Now, if he's a complete embarrassment and they don't cut him after a couple days, then I could see it. Then the other thing was, like, what are the Jags locker room going to think? you guys watch the Jags, they've been drafting in the top five for like a decade straight. I'm, I'm not too consumed. Plus, Urban's the, the thing he's most worried about now is his quarterback is Trevor Lawrence. Right? Yeah. So it's not like Tebow's the quarterback. I, I, I really don't think much of it. And, and one, they, they, really, they haven't even signed him yet. He's not on the team. Now, I watched Urban talk to uh, Collinsworth on his podcast, and they yep. tweeted it out. Sounds like they're going to sign him. But I, it, it'll be a much bigger deal perception-wise, that it actually is in reality. I, I, I completely agree. And then you have people doing the correlation between Tebow and Kaepernick. How does they that They have nothing to do with each other. Uh, but it's the world we live in. Yeah. No, I, it's, it's, a, it's a bizarre thing. that It's like one of those, like you got it, it's, it's, it's like racist guy, where we guys, guys see stories like, oh, it's racist, it's racist, it's racist. Like, but no, but it's, it's, it's just, also one of those things, Doug, if you, if you just like uh, don't log on to social media for the day, no, there's not a human being you would cross in the real world where that would come up. Not one. So it's like it, there is a discrepancy of just feels like that's a little more social media driven, which it feels loud on there. But if you like go into the gym, someone, be, oh, you see Tebow side, you know, just no one would say that. Yeah, I, I, I tend to completely agree with you. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. John Middlecoff hosts three and out podcast outstanding. He's a former NFL scout, uh, 
Uh, also, former uh, a grunt in college football, and the dude knows people, knows everyone, and I, I cannot cannot tell you how much I enjoy listening to a series of pods, not just that one, but the three now pod in terms of the the National Football League. Um, okay, I can give you one place you want to go see a game this year. Is it Vegas? Yeah, it'd, it'd probably have to be. Uh, do you see the prices those tickets are selling for? I talked to your producer. Crazy. He was looking to go. I mean, they are outrageous, but it does kind of make sense, right? People it's the, enjoy listen, going listen, to Vegas. I said this. I said this at the time. Okay, when when Vegas was floated, and then it was it was happening, and they were trying to get out. Uh, is that guy Sandy Alderson to throw in the cash because they didn't have any cash? Uh, it, it is the greatest home run in terms of relocation we will have ever seen. Look, the the LA thing was brilliant. They got the stadium, but it hasn't really worked for the Chargers. And the Rams, it's sort of worked with, but like, let's not kid ourselves. That is the greatest home run ever, ever. Every seat will be sold. It will be a zoo. The stadium is awesome. The Raiders have been searching for, ever since the Raiders moved out of Oakland the first time they won a new stadium. Okay, Now they finally have a forever home and a place that's going to love them and a town that's going to call them their own. And, oh, yeah, by the way, it's a Southwest flight from anybody else in, in, in the West Coast that called them a Raider fan. And everybody wants to, like, Vegas for a weekend and go see a football game? Sure. That's where I'm going, honey. Like, the thing is, it's the best thing I've ever heard in sports. Yeah, I mean, I, me and the Raiders butted heads because back when they were trying to leave, I knew a ton of season ticket holders, and I knew how devastating it was going to be when they left. But from a business standpoint, that you're right. Here's the one, the one thing that they did have at the Coliseum is, now granted, they were really only good there a couple Gruden years and the one Del Rio year, that if the Raiders are good, that the place was rocking. And it candlestick yeah, but they right never they the built the left. whole they built the whole Mount Davis and then nobody's even allowed to sit up there. Nobody even sat well, up no, there. Well, no, no. My point is that just the Raider guy that was allowed to go if the team was good, the place was a home field advantage. In Vegas, it's going to make them money that they never they never made any money. That's the irony. And it'll be an incredible home field advantage. Those same people will get but on a Southwest so, flight. I, I, yes. I, I, I do think that some of those people are just going to be priced out, and a lot of the high end. Uh, you know, if I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan, and let's say I live just I don't live in Kansas City, I do business in Chicago, but I got some cash. I can't afford to pay a thousand dollars a pop to go watch the Chiefs in Vegas, and it's a, I, I can do two things. I can go on a boys' trip. I can take my wife and kids. Like Vegas, the great part about Vegas, as you know, it's kind of got something for everyone. It's not just there to party. Like You can do a lot of things. So I, I do think they are going to get a ton. I'm interested in how the crowd looks. I know it's going to be money, and it's going to make the Raiders rich, but is it going to be like a home field advantage? And I want The same thing with L.A. I think it's just kind of going to be a place where people go. The other thing is, Unlike like Levi Stadium, for example, where the Niners play, their boxes are sold to companies that are mainly in the Bay Area and are Niner fans, right? The Niner fans pay for the tickets. In Vegas, it is owned by the casinos who are going to just – the people that are going to be going to the games are just going to be high rollers, not necessarily like Raider fans, which who, I don't know if Mark Davis clearly doesn't care. But I, I do wonder just the, the vibe in there, if it's going to be some crazy like – Kansas City or Seattle. I don't know about that, but the money, I, I'm with you. It's it's gonna it is flowing once they can you know sell the seats again. Yeah, I I think it's I I don't know. I get what you're saying, right? Like it's but like even the Laker games where you have the lower bowl is all the people who want to be seen. The upper bowl is still the real folks. So I still think you'll see 
if they're smart, they'll find a way to have the black hole and, and you know, guys on weekend furlough <laughs> come in. I mean, yeah, that, that's look, what I'm saying. Listen, they, listen, they, listen this, it, is a, this is a true story, okay? This is a true story. I don't know if you – you don't know this. My sister was number two in marketing for the Raiders, okay? Okay, so th- they used to say this in Oakland, like, listen, the Oakland Raider fans would rather pay for their tickets than pay their rent, Right. But and that that sounds the the passion, as you point out, is incredible for the Raiders, even for the people. It's very, of it's very collegiate. It's very collegiate. Yes. Like Alabama but, football or something. But you, you, the, the all the money that you make, like in order to the reason that the Raiders have never had the cash to spend is you couldn't sell to anything on the other side of the bay. Nobody in San Francisco wanted anything to do with anybody in San Francisco. That all changes here. And I still think those fans are their fans. They'll find they may find a way to only go to one game a year instead of eight games of the year, uh, but that's good. That'll help. The parole officer only doesn't only has to look for them that one game of the year. I'm 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 teasing because I love Raider fans. Go ahead. And and they gain. You know, Vegas is a growing city, so if you yes. live there, if, if they're just semi good, you're just going to gain a bunch of new fans. Like that's that's undisputable. Yes, right? and you're going to get. I think you're going to get back. You're going to get back a lot of Inland Empire, Southern California fans. That and that that were Raider fans growing up, and you get. But, but back, here, here's right? the key, here's the key here's the key though, Doug. They have been to the playoffs one time in 19 years. If they stay yeah, you bad, like you got to be got to get good. Yep, got to be good. Are they going to be good? I don't think so. And when I say I don't, I, I just think they probably be what they've been. I think the AFC, when you look at it, is way better than the NFC and just stacked. Obviously, the best team in the AFC is the Chiefs. But then the Bills are unreal. If Wentz just kind of gets back to normal, I don't even need him to be great again, just average. The Colts are a power. All three teams in the AFC North that made the playoffs last year are going to be good. You know, the Browns, if Baker just can Forget maintain... Forget that. The AFC, second. look, the AFC West, who they have to play, Kansas City, the Chargers are loaded. I mean, they, they find a way to get hurt or misplay things. They're the Chargers, right? But they are their loaded. Talent, their talent is better in the race. Oh, unbelievable, right? Because they've been drafting so at so high for so long, and done a good. And Telesco's done a good job. And then the, the Broncos are a quarterback away. They're 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 quarterback away. I I I I think they could be better or as good, and maybe not have as good a record because that that division's so good. We got to go. Uh, John Middlecoff, three and out is the podcast. We'll talk more about the price of those tickets. Uh, we'll we'll use his podcast money to have a bro trip to Vegas. We'll get that thing done. Thanks so much, John. See ya. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. But I do believe that based upon their schedule, and they knew the schedule was coming out now, and the games in terms of who they played and where they played them, that was already set. But there also is something to the, he's not going anywhere, right? The entire league doesn't depend upon him. But man, you got Sunday night versus the Niners. That's game three of the season. You got the first big Fox game of the of the year, right? You got first big Fox game, Monday night football game, Sunday night. First three weeks of the season, they're in prime matchups. Prime matchups. Um, this is a team that had the best record in the NFC last season, went to the NFC championship game, had a home field throughout the playoffs. And I'm not saying that this, because the schedule was essentially already released 
previously in terms of who they're playing, just not when they were playing them, in what kind of order they were playing them. But the, the, the crazy part is no one truly believes that the Packers are going to trade Aaron Rodgers, NFL schedule guys included. That's like just a, a quick kind of takeaway. You know, there's a big article out. Rob Domofsky, who covers the, the, the Packers, has out about um, about August 30th, 2018. Aaron Rodgers signed a record extension. Right. There was one ominous remark from Aaron Rodgers. I don't think this guarantees anything other than maybe the first three years of the deal. Like Rodgers is one of those guys that even if that's the reality of it, right? Even if that's the reality of it, remember 2018, they gave him a record breaking contract and it's pretty obvious that whatever he wanted in the deal they gave him in terms of money, wouldn't give him in terms of length and want to protect themselves after this upcoming season, right? It irked him. And I guess the beauty to Aaron Rodgers is he's the one who will say that it irked him. On the other hand, and this is a really, really important thing, while it may in fact have irked him, who says that when they sign a $134 million contract? You can think it, you might say it to a friend, you might say it to your girl or to your wife or to your agent, but saying it out loud at your press conference, that's who Aaron is. That's why he's difficult is it's not just his ability to find the negative in the positive, which he did. It's his ability to point out the negative within the positive. Right. Every guy who's ever signed a contract late in their career will say, with the exception, maybe a Tom Brady, whose deal clearly gave them an end date, right? That they could have worked through. But every guy says, ah, so happy to make me a Dak Prescott signed a deal that was four years in length. Go back and look at the comments that he made after the contract was signed. I'm so happy to be a cowboy for life. Dak Prescott's a free agent in four years. Completely free. In four years, and he would be in his early 30s. By no means do they own his rights past four years, and they, just like anybody else, will have to negotiate. Or maybe they can negotiate an extension while they still have him. Like all these things could take place. But the point is that Dak Prescott signed a four year deal in the mid part, early part of his career, and he's like so happy to be a cowboy for life. Aaron Rodgers signs. A, a huge contract, biggest in the sport, three years ago, and make sure to point out, doesn't really mean anything about long-term. Like, dude, you're going to be 38 at the end of this thing. You know? So, I, I just, it, it's really, really interesting to me how Aaron Rodgers can pick up that, ne- that negativity. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Ah! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Traveling for one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Do yourself a favor. Stay at Graduate Hotels, Bridgestone Arena, Target Center. Their hotels are close to both tournament venues. So why would you stay anywhere else? I love staying at the Nashville location, and I'll be at the Minneapolis location for the Big Ten Championship. And if you're one of my listeners, you can save 30% off with the promo code DUG. That's DUG, D-O-U-G. Good at any Graduate Hotels location, up to 30% off. How do you do it? Really simple. Book today at graduatehotels.com. 